Welcome, everybody, to another episode of M-Class E-Man. Oh, man, this is the thing that we do after the other thing. <laughs> Time to spin the wheel of email. Oh. And our first email is from Sebastian Bustos. And it is entitled, Hola, to my favorite Star Trek podcast with dick and butt jokes. Yeah, dicks and butts, butts and dicks. Good evening, Zek boys, an exclusive <laughs> club I've just now created for fans of His Excellency, the Grand Nagus, which you're a part of. Oh, hell yeah. I expect your admittance fee of two strips of latinum in the mail shortly. Oh my god, I don't have two strips? I can barely one strip. <laughs> I mean, will strip for two strips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am lazy and do not write in very often, but when Jeff said in Discord you needed emails, I decided to spend a few minutes at 4 a.m. composing this nonsense. Oh, man, another uh, vampire. I love it. Yeah. Jeff and I are also vampires. We're fully ghouls. Like, yeah. sometimes I see the sun rise before I go to bed. Yeah, sometimes I lay in bed and just think about what normal people are like. I couldn't even imagine it. It's if I tried my hardest. Yep. I've been rewatching Deep Space Nine and I've come to realize that not only is Morn a lovable pillar of quarks and a friend to all of its denizens, but he's also one of the greatest heroes the Federation will ever know. <laughs> His heroic act of passing information from a Dominion-occupied Deep Space Nine to Starfleet was vital to the retaking of the station, which, without it, would have surely resulted in a massive loss for the Federation. Morn is great, and he had that hot-ass ex-wife. It's true. <laughs> and Dax was going to take a run at him at some point as well. Oh, yeah. Dax was like, Morn is adorable, and I bet his dick is huge. It's That's probably quote, massive. That. It's probably like seven dicks taped together. <laughs> Jesus. He'll probably never get the credit he deserves, but he'll always be a hero in my heart. We love you, Morn. Well, Trek boys, keep on talking, and I'll dang gum sure as hell keep listening. Woo! Yours truly, Sebastian Bustos, Chief of Security. I make all of the security officers... Chef of Security. I make all of the security officers meals aboard the USS Thunderchild. Chef of Security. P.S. The few times I have written in, Jeff has pronounced my Latin American last name perfectly. You'd be surprised how many people say bus as in the vehicle. Yeah. And Josh, if you're the one reading this, I hope you nail it like Jeff has, but no hard feelings if you call me a transit service. Uh, I don't want to, like, suck my own dick, but Go before before we started recording, I did pronounce your name he correctly. Did. With no hints, no prompting, no nothing. He got yep. it. Yep. I got it right. I said Bustos. Um, it's because I run into Latin American names, like, constantly. If I mispronounce yeah. a name, it's because I've never heard it before. Yeah. I went to school with a Bustos, so... Oh, there you go. I never did. So Josh is better than me. Yeah. I mean, we all... <laughs> I was going to say, we all knew that. Aw, aw, aw. That was mean, I'm sorry. Truth hurts. <laughs> no! Do you want to read I'm... this next email? Yeah. Uh, yes. Do you have email uh, open right now? <laughs> yeah, I do, I do. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to read... Should I say their name? No. It's Ike. Ike, Okay. This email is from Ike. Hey, Jeff and Josh, how's it going? Pretty all right. I don't know. We're we're sleepy. Super sleepy boys. Yeah, we are. We're tired. Awesome. 
Today is my birthday, okay? So this was March 24th. This is a long time ago. So this is from the like two emails ago. Today is my birthday. Happy birthday. No, my no, birthday. No, no. But don't, but don't wish me. But one. don't wish me one since I'm not uh, that tier of pay. Oh, is that a thing that we? Do? I don't like. I didn't think anyone was ever gonna pledge fifty bucks. So I was like, we'll just wish you happy birthday on your birthday or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out later. Well, my birthday was April fourth. So happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> so this is my second birthday in lockdown. Oh, I know what that's like, oh, dude. Man. What are some good ways to celebrate another year around the sun without potentially condemning my fellow man to the plague? Well, my birthday is a week after yours, or a couple a week and a couple days. Um, have you tried being a hermit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If not, have you tried being a hobo? Have you tried <laughs> eating cake all day, unceasingly? <laughs> have you tried... Um, curling up in bed with your tablet and watching uh star trek <laughs> oh man sounds so cozy holy shit have you tried having your cats sit on you and you talk to them like they're people i lay i laid down on the couch one night last week and uh my cat data got up on my chest Ooh. and slept with her face on my arm for oh an my hour God. and 45 minutes. And I know that because I also fell asleep for an hour and 45 minutes. That's fucking adorable. It was so cute. And I woke up and she was still asleep. And I was like, well, fuck. And I sat there for another 20 minutes. <laughs> you got to pee and then you got to make the cat move because you're going to pee yeah, pants. Eventually I was going to pee pants. So I had to make her move. And yeah. she was pissed. But it was cute. It was very cute. I, get, I got two of them who sleep on my... I, I have... A queen size bed, but it's not here. It's at my mom's house, mm-hmm. and so I sleep on like a sad boy bed, <laughs> like a, a I don't know a twin or whatever they're called, right? Yeah, sad boy, sad boy bed, and uh, my cats both sleep on the bed with me, but they cannot sleep on the same side of the bed because that's against the They'll cat convention. Yeah, the cat Geneva convention says only one cat on each side, so I have to sleep like a diagonal weirdo. <laughs> Well, don't get too down, okay? Social distance, get vaccinated, Black Lives Matter, and fuck Nazis. All those, yes. Always, always, always. always. Especially fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis. Also, ACAB. ACAB Best wishes. (laughs) Lieutenant Commander Ike of the USS, no, we don't have the vaccine yet. Please call the state health department. I work at a pharmacy. Oh, man, that sounds like hell. Yeah. So I'm getting antsy about the vaccine, for reals. I don't have, I don't know, well, I think states are starting to do, like, at mass vaccination centers that, like, anyone over the age of 16 can get it. Yeah, for Pennsylvania, it's April 19th is when that starts. I think that starts around then in Maryland as well, so. My mom can get it, because my mom, uh, she, she could probably have gotten it already, but she, like, refuses to acknowledge that she's old <laughs> uh so like i think i think for people who are in like that weird in between category though it's like april 12th or something i don't know i'm excited to at least have half of what i need in me for a change i don't care which one i want uh i don't care which one it is uh i don't even care that it's probably gonna make me feel like dog shit for two days yeah i would like to not get covid please yeah i don't want to live in like this constant state of paranoia 
<laughs> it seems time, every time I cough or like my yeah. throat hurts or I sneeze, I'm like, well, this is it. Yeah, so I've been smoking like a shitload of weed, and my throat gets weird, and I'm like, oh no, but then I'm like, oh right, I smoke a ton of weed. (laughs) Uh, It's good that even when you're high, you can recognize that. There are so many people who get so paranoid that they're like, oh no! I don't know if it's this weed, I mean this weed that I have is like dirt ass weed, but it tastes like Fruit Loops, which is pretty good. Uh, but it doesn't make me paranoid, or maybe I just, like, have gotten over that phase. Now I just watch, like, I just watch, like, videos on YouTube about, like, <laughs> like, people painting dioramas, and I'm like, haha, man, this is great. <laughs> you make, you make tweets at me that I do not understand until yeah, I puzzle over them. because I'm or, high. <laughs> I'll text, like, like, puzzle out your tweets sometimes, like, what does he mean? What is this... What is he getting at? I'll text, like, Sean and Zane or something, and they'll be like, what? And I'm like, nah, I'm high, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't fucking know what I'm saying. Like, I tweeted a, a drawing of a lady in a in a, uh, in a field of flowers. Yeah. And I tagged it, work in progress. Uh-huh. And then you responded with a link to WAP. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And it took me a full 25 seconds to be like, oh, W-I-P, W-A-P. Okay. You got it. (laughs) Also, I just like that video. It's a good video. It is. Our next email is from David S. And it is from last time as well. Get used to it, motherfuckers. It's entitled Red Scare. Oh, shit. It's a Red Squad episode. Oh shit, yeah, that's right. Trek boys, I'm feeling more honorary and a weightless than a whiteless Jim Hadar with no prey. <laughs> it all started when I traded May up from a weird quark headed hollow porn chip I found <laughs> to a small asteroid in the Gamma Quadrant where I built myself a small space shack. <laughs> I head out there about once every space month to clear my head, practice a little old country holophonery, <laughs> and hand bone my hands red. <laughs> oh my A couple God. star dates back, I'm making my way out to the old D shack <laughs> when my scanners pick up some unknown debris. Once I'm in peeping range, I see my poor hambone zone space teepeed. <laughs> that shack looked whiter and a scared Tom Paris after a snowball fight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Took me damn near 69 space hours to clear it all. <laughs> Once I could see the door, I saw them vandals burned red squad rules into it with a damn phaser. With a Z at the end. It is with a Z at the end. <laughs> For days, I'd go to bed or take a nap and wake up to rotten power cat eggs smashed on the windows. <laughs> DS equals dong sucker burned into the side of the shack. Even a burning bag of Taloxian double butt juice on my doorstep. Jesus Damn, Christ. That's disgusting. That is one of the worst sentences I've ever read. Yeah, that's... Ugh. I hailed the damn whippersnappers, and they tried to tell me they ain't never heard of me. I invited the captain over for a nice home-cooked meal so we could talk it out. I replicated a couple shit-yourself peels and put them in his cream corn. Damn, that's easy to prank people in the future. 
But when I beamed him in, I made the mistake of shaking his hand. A goddamn hand buzzer set to thrill took me down, and the criminal <laughs> beamed out while giving me a double Romulan warbird. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. This meant war, so I sets up all sorts of booby traps and pranks and gags and swore I wouldn't be caught by surprise again. But they never came back. I guess they had enough old DS. So now I gotta spend 420 space hours unhome alone in my love shot. <laughs> Them damn reds. Unhome aloning. Boys, were y'all into pranks and such in your younger years? Do you ever fall victim to pranks and such? Were you into pranks, Jeff? I wasn't. I wasn't a big prankster. I did one prank once. When I was uh, uh, probably like six. Do you remember those um, spiders that had the little tube attached to them and you could squeeze the thing and the spider would jump? Yes. I went to the library and I, I ducked down behind the counter, the checkout counter, and I put the spider up and I did it. And the lady screamed. Did you feel <laughs> good or bad about yourself? Uh, I felt it different. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> so you one felt time, good. Yeah, one time somebody tried to prank me by putting, I think, like X lax on a pizza, and they're like, in their fucking infinite middle school wisdom, they were like, "Do you want this free pizza?" And I was like, "Fuck no!" And I and I looked at it, and I was like, "There's fucking pills on this thing," and they're like, "No," and I was like, "Fuck you!" So I didn't fall Jesus victim to that. Christ. I mean, it was a lot of pills. I would have died. I'm like, I'm. I'm a little too smart to be pranked, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Pranks are so obvious 90% of the time. I feel like yeah. if I got pranked, I would never notice I got pranked, and I would oh, just be we, like, oh, shit, what wrong for me today? <laughs> we pranked my friends, like, when we were in a band, we'd practice at uh, my friend's parents' house, and they had those black... Um, you know, like, old, old sinks in the kitchen would have those black... Uh, like rinsing hoses. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sorta, yeah. I think I know. It was like a hose on. you could pull out and it, it would rinse like it would spray like stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they were black and if, if you tape if you put electrical tape around the handle and when you turn the sink on it would spray you. So we did that once. Damn. I don't remember what happened. I think we weren't home. <laughs> I I don't know. I I'm drawing a blank. I feel like oh there <laughs> There was, uh, like, this isn't a prank. It just reminded me of the story. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, uh, roommate in college was dating this girl who, like, we all hated. Like, uh, isn't uh, that always the thing? <laughs> also, he hated her. And oh. he was only dating her because he thought he couldn't do any better. Oh, was she, she treated like, him like shit, is the thing. Yeah, was she attractive, though? No. Um, what the fuck? She was mean and nasty and always. Maybe she and, was not attractive because she was mean. Um, I don't think that's how that works, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she'd, like, treated him like shit and would, like, straight up say she hated him and stuff. And, like, we, uh, me and the other roommate got home and we were sitting in the living room of the, because we had, like, a dorm suite at that point. Yeah. We were sitting in the living room watching TV, and we were just discussing how much how shitty this lady was because we had gone around it already to see that nobody was home. 
Like the lights were all off, <laughs> and in the she's dorms. right behind me. <laughs> and we were talking about how shitty she was, like, and like how yeah. horrible she was to Brandon, and like, or I just said his name. Fuck. Anyway, whoops. Uh, Brendan Small from Home Movies. Yes, and that's yep. w- how terrible she was to him and everything. And he uh, was in his room with her. They were they were about to have sex, and that's why they oh, had the lights yeah. off and didn't answer when we knocked on the door. So, oh no! Uh, I heard a, I heard a cough, and we stopped dead. No! And I was like, "Hey, buddy, are you home?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and we paused for like a full minute. It felt like and I would then, have been like, "Break up with her," and then ran. <laughs> and then my other roommate went, "Are you alone in there?" And he goes. No. Oh God. And we got up and left. <laughs> Did you ever talk about it ever again, or uh, was they just... broke up the really? same day? I'm sh- I'm sure we had nothing to do with it. But <laughs> well, I mean that's good though because she sounds like she was bad for him. She was, and he uh, he's married now to a lady who's like perfect for him, and they're great together. So. All I know is I hate it when people. Say they hate me and then strangle me during sex. I hate yeah, that. People don't like that. No yeah, one I, loves that. I really hate it when I get like just like twisted, punched. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, when I heard that I could join the M Class Patreon for just one buckaroo, I thought y'all were pulling my leg. But them there Trek folk in the Discord ain't nothing but some sweeties, I tell you what. <laughs> I got a smidge more Latinum to spare, so I'm on that $5 tier. And I yeah. got this episode of email a week early on account of how I like to listen to email first. Then the episode. That's uh, right, because David S. is he's a featured player in email. Yeah, pretty much. Anyhow, I'm so excited that... I'm so excited the Chucklers reading in their emails now. It's a real hoot. So David is. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I feel bad every time we reference it, but it's really funny. Oh, it is really funny. We are not mad about the laughing guy thing. No, it's just it's, it's funny. It's become a bit now, and it's. Uh, a I'm weird sorry, thing. man. It's it's just funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't worry about it. What's it's that cool. next email, Chuckler? Uh, Jack Carpenter, handsome Ooh, Jack. Handsome Jack. Hey there, you dang tricksters. How about those current events? Pause for studio audience laugh track. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not editing that in. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I wanted to make a recommendation for the listeners to watch something six years old. Josh was in it. Jeff probably knows it, mm-hmm. and fuck most of the listeners. Probably do two, wrong use of two, but we're not here to oh, correct no. grammar. Oh no. <laughs> but if you haven't watched Arcade Sushi's 5x5 five five yet, go watch it. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Ooh, I'll be, so good. So I'll good. I'll be real, this email is just an excuse for me to express my love for that show. I'm not exaggerating when I say it's the funniest thing ever created in the continuum. Wow, that's crazy. I reference the jokes in that shit all the time. Sadly, nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. So hopefully after this email, y'all go watch it if you haven't already. More people need to know about it. That's all I wanted to say. Okay, bye! (laughs) Well, thanks! Dude, 5x5 is fucking excellent. I'll recommend that as well. I'll put my recommendation on it too. 
I think it was a little bit ahead of its time in that, like, it didn't give a fuck. And, and, and like, I think we knew, like, it was headed, like, where the internet was headed to, like, a bad place, right? Like, <laughs> and, like, Five it's, by Five. It's very much like a parody of the, like, top ten video lists that proliferate yeah. YouTube at this point. They did not like that show. They didn't like it. Because it was not, because they wanted those lists. And we were like, well, we can make, like, joke lists. Yeah, that makes sense. And, like, I get it. They wanted their clicks, right? But also, like, how ironic, <laughs> right? Like, Yeah, for for real. Like, you're, like, tr- you're bringing in these people who are obviously gonna do this. You gotta accept that they're gonna do it. Yeah, I feel like getting, getting let go from that was sort of like, uh, when the, uh, the... Like Lego Movie dudes got fired from Solo, where it's like, well, what did you expect? <laughs> like, what did you true. think was gonna happen? That's very true. Yeah, Five by Five is fucking hilarious. And if you've ever wondered what the mythical Mike Sadorf looks like, oh my god, he's like a Sasquatch. <laughs> he is. He is in Five by Five quite often, and he's funny. And rest in peace, we miss you. <laughs> I always think about when Luke dumped the moon sugar all over him. That was funny. that was really good too. <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna have to go back and watch 5x5. Is it even available still? I think it's a playlist on continue. I think we have it up. Hell yeah, go check that out. Do what Commander Jack Carpenter Sr. of the USS Virginia tells you to. He's a commander. He is a commander. You are not. Unless you are, but still. (laughs) Great, great. Our next email is from uh, Fresh Rye. And mm-hmm. it is entitled, The Hunt is On. Oh, I skipped over one. Oh, here we go. Oh, hi there, Trek boys. Sorry I didn't send you an email last time. I was laid up in bed dealing with the side effects of my first COVID shot and a spider bite? No relation? Oh, you're Spider-Man now. Oh, man. <laughs> the nanobots Spider-Man. turned you into Spider-Man. <laughs> you got Wi-Fi and spider powers Damn, now, this dog. guy's got 6G and he's got Spider-Man. Anyway... <laughs> While tending to my wounds, I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise, and let me tell you, it's a hoot. I hear this Monster Hunter game is good. I played one one time. It was all right. Is this an advertisement for a video game we're not affiliated with? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can, how can it not be uh, great with such memorable beasts to slay as egg stealing chicken, <laughs> sumo turtle, bubble falcor, <laughs> and poison Yoshi? Is poison Yoshi just regular Yoshi? If he if purple Yoshi is poison Yoshi, I think. Ow. That's for the noise that they Damn, make. That's pretty close, actually. Shit. I was just off the off the tip of my dick, man. What? <laughs> it's just freewheeling. Your it. dick made that sound? Yeah. While I was playing, I came up with a peyote for Voyager. Mm-hmm. After Chakotay, Harry Kim, Bolana, and Neelix crash on a, y- a lush jungle planet. They have to rely on an out-of-his-mind Ferengi bushman to survive the dangers. (laughs) The Ferengi keeps asking for ever-increasing payments to get the crew out of the jungle's jams until they can be rescued by Voyager. Also, Neelix gets eaten by a carnivorous plant, and the show keeps cutting back to a shot of the plant with a voiceover of Neelix talking to himself while he's being slowly digested. The crew gets him out at the end. Sorry, frowny face. No, ditch it. Uh, what is this? An episode for Vor enthusiasts? Like, <laughs> oops, gotta run. Me and the Hunt Boys are gonna go after a high-ranking electric penis wyvern. 
Happy hunting! Signed, <laughs> Lieutenant Freshry, Chief Switch Axe Operator aboard the USS Nimrod. Like the biblical one, not the Bugs Bunny insult or the Green Day album. Isn't Nimrod named after like the Bible one, but doesn't he fuck up somehow? No, actually, Nimrod in the Bible was the name of like an incredibly uh, like good hunter who never missed. Bugs Bunny's calling uh, Elmer Fudd Nimrod like sarcastically. Oh, he's saying it sarcastic, and, it, and then, then it, it became, became that it's a lexicon. shitty hunter, like an idiot. Oh, that's so weird. That Bugs Bunny is fully responsible for that. That's so weird. Uh, I love the idea of the Ferengi who gets stuck in the Delta Quadrant coming back. That, the Ferengi Bushman sounds fucking amazing. I would love that. I just I keep thinking of the what's his name from uh, the Magnificent Ferengi. Oh yeah, the bounty the, hunter like, guy, the murderer, the assassin. What was his name? Flick. <laughs> Freck. Freck. Freckles. I think his name was Freck. No, it was Dex. <laughs> Dexy's Midnight Runners? Okay, Dexy's Midnight Runner was his name. Freck. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> we got our own, like, who's on first going. Uh, thanks for the email, Fresher. I hope you enjoy... Uh, also, I'll pitch it. I mean, I could... I would probably skip the vor part, but I'll pitch it otherwise. Is that when the plants get they fuck people? Is that what that no, is? No, it's like pe- some people get off on like the idea of being eaten. Oh, is that like the big like the ju- is that tied in with the big the big ladies? Probably, yeah. Like the big ladies eat people, and then yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that comic. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the it's- internet. There, there are a certain number of things that I wish I didn't know that I know about fetishes and shit. Thanks to oh yeah, there's this whole attitude on online that like uh, I should be able to tell you my fetish, right, stranger, right, and you should be okay with it. Which like I, I get it, like sure. you can have whatever fetish you want. Right. I, I don't, I just don't want to see it. Also. That's cool that you felt comfortable enough to tell me, and I respect you that that's a thing you like, but we, we could have gotten there more organically, maybe. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's fine. Just don't write emails in being like, Jeff, this is what makes my dick rock hard. You know if you say that, they're going to do that. Uh, well, I'll just delete them. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Our next email is from Lieutenant Colin Brady. Titled Tiny Trick Changes. Tiny Trick! Tiny Trick! It's like Polly Pocket, but Star Trek. Dude, first... Okay, sorry, Colin. That would be fucking amazing. Colin, no, Jeff, they make these. They did this. Yes. Go on eBay and look up... I forget the name, but like, like they're like little ships with like little Star Trek guys in them. Like Polly Pockets. Polly Pocket Star Trek. (laughs) I should buy some, but they're really cheap, too, on eBay. Oh shit, this looks great! Yes. Yes. They got a tricorder that has shit in it. Yes. It's like a med bay. That's so cool. Fucking rules, right? This is pretty much the dopest. Well, now we have a new problem on our hands buying those. (laughs) What does Colin Brady say? Colin Brady. Ahoy, Trek boys. When people talk about things they would change about Star Trek, it's often in the form of large changes that drastically affect the story of the episode or series. Replace or remove a character. Switch up a major plot point. Go back in time to make sure J.J. Abrams goes into accounting. (laughs) Things like that. (laughs) 
However, are there any tiny changes that would make uh, to you would make to smooth out a rough edge, but otherwise keep things largely the same? Changes such as how a line is delivered or a character's costume. Well, if like if we're talking like a small change, like I would probably go back to the beginning of TNG and give them the non-spandex uniforms from the very yeah. beginning. Give them the good, the good, good. Yeah, there's there's something uncomfortable about watching the first few seasons with those uniforms. Like they look so uncomfortable that I feel uncomfortable. They were apparently right, like super oh, yeah. uncomfortable. It apparently like yanked on your spine. Yeah, it, it made so you like tight. it made you have like scoliosis symptoms. Jesus apparently. Christ! Uh, I would give Neelix a horn. Why would you? Do, <laughs> why would you do that? I don't know. Can't hurt. Couldn't help. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. That's a really tough question. Um, DS9 is perfect, so I wouldn't do anything to that. It's, I was just thinking that I would make Captain Kirk's last line be something more poignant, but there's something so fucking funny about. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that. That's too good. Uh. What else? Uh, whew. ugh. I don't know. The uniforms is good though. Hmm. I would change Discovery to not exist. That's big, I guess. No, I, I don't replace or remove a series. I yeah. I would. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know. I guess that's they're too big. It's too big. All of them are too big. That's true. Like, all my ideas are big ideas. Well, Colin says, For me, I wish I could change how the rules of acquisition are introduced. They're set up as a set of laws dictating how Ferengi transactions function. But in the end, they wound up being the Ferengi version of poor Richard's almanac. <laughs> it's yeah, very true. It's true. I like how they uh, turned out, but the disconnect between how they are introduced and how they are used is unfortunate. Also, Deanna Troy should have been in full uniform from the start. Yes. That's very. That's also very true. Yes, she would fit in a lot better with the rest of the bridge crew, and I also think it just straight up looks better than the pajamas with the plunging neckline she usually wears. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, like it would have. Deanna Troy never seemed like she was really part of the crew. Yeah, like, she's she not like... wearing a uniform. She sets off to the side all the time. I think that that's what they were going for because. Therapy in the late 80s was sort of like a newfangled hippie technology, right? Yes, it's true. <laughs> a brain doctor will shit on my dick. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it's better that she had the uniform. Like, always better. Even when she's in uh, cake form. Yeah, it's, she makes a great cake when she's in a uniform. Cellular peptide cake. She just You're right, she does look way better in the uniform. It's just... That uniform works on everybody. It makes everybody look better, just immediately. I like the rules of acquisition. I I, I don't have a problem with them starting out like that. I think it, it fits with the Ferengi sort of evolving, right? Like, they kind of they kind of let go of some of their ideals to evolve, right? It's true. Like, they let ladies wear pants at some point, which is crazy. This seems like a big change if you're changing the way the rules of acquisition... Well, I guess the rules of acquisition aren't that important to Star Trek. No, but he, what he's saying, I think, is they kind of become like a like a joke, which yeah. is which is cool, but... 
Yeah. The because uh, like I was gonna say like I would love if the Ferengi were always like wheelers and dealers and not just tiny Klingons when they first started, but that's also a big change. Whip Klingons with whips. Tiny angry goblins with whips. They were like, we have orcs. We need goblins. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I don't think. I don't know. I'd have to think about it a lot more. But you, you hit the uniform one. Both of you did. It's true. I would like when it comes to uniforms. I think if I had a choice, I would probably change Deep Space Nine to have the later uniforms of the whole series. The gray, yeah. I don't like the excursiony looking ones that they have in the beginning. No, like the Voyager uniform is like. The thing is, it's not a bad design. I like the idea of no. the color just on the shoulders. Yeah. But it is so ill-fitting and baggy, and the material looks cheap. It's very 90s. It's so 90s. Yeah. it's And, like, the TNG uniforms fit so well, and the material looks, like, luscious. Well, Jeff, only big boys get to wear the actual uniform. I guess that's true. <laughs> And the thing is, like, as much as I love the Deep Space Nine uniform, like, the gray shoulders, yeah, I think Cisco never looked better than when he's wearing the Command Red standard TNG uniform when he's Really? Alive. I think that looks so good on him. Oh, with the, yeah, no, the TNG, yes, I agree yes. with that, yeah. I, I would change that he shaves his head the whole time. That would be good as well. Like I think that would be if cool. he was fully goatee bald, Cisco the whole time. Yeah, when he grows, you know the what beard. I would change. Actually, this might be too big of a change. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's see. I Cisco's a captain the whole time. Yeah, that would be good. Like I, I think there had to have been some weird '90s shit, some yeah, weird no. '90s behind the scenes shit for why Cisco is a commander when he first it, comes. It along. feels. It feels slightly racist, right? Yeah. Like, like it, it does. The best way to do it, I think, is have him be a commander until he takes command of Deep Space Nine, and then he becomes a captain. Yeah. You could even be, like, make him a captain of, like, like, uh, like we have these new ships, they're called runabouts, and you're, like, the first uh, space station to get these new ships, and you're commanding the runabout fleet, right? Like, yeah. Like, we're going to test them out here because they're perfect for this type of thing. Like, just some, some shit. Like, some fucking Star Trek shit, right? I just think it, it gets awkward because I don't think I've ever called him Commander Cisco. No, in he's my Captain life. Cisco. He is Captain Cisco. So I think that would be the, the change I would make. The it's small good. change. It's good for the story that he starts out as a commander. It, it is. But I agree with you. I think that there was some bullshit, like white people scared reasons sure it, it right. doesn't make any sense to me that he he stays a commander for like two seasons yeah i guess he and, needs and the ship his, i don't know he doesn't have the ship when he uh becomes a captain though oh that's right he i, he I think just he's gets, uh he just gets a promotion i think he's like captain up until like the middle of season the uh, commander up until the middle of season three yeah well i think maybe the beginning of four I think the beginning of season three is him... There's, like, a celebration in the first episode of him becoming captain. Uh, Cisco is promoted to captain on Stardate whatever. Episode The Adversary. Let's see. Season three, episode 26. The end okay. of season three. The end of season three. Okay. 
And I don't think they have the Defiant at that point. No, they do. They have it at that point. Oh, okay. Well, that does make sense why I became a captain then. Yeah. They get it at the beginning of 3. And I mean, there's like in-universe reason for this as well. Like, they talk about... They previously talked about that, like, most people who run star bases are commanders. Right. It's sort of like a... I guess it's sort of like a... uh, why waste a captain, right? Sure. There's, <laughs> like, like, plenty of in-universe reasons, but, like, out of universe, it's, it seems slightly suspect that the only non-white captain... Yeah. No, I agree. ...started out as a commander. If there was another show with, a like, a, a, like a white commander of a space station, I'd be like, okay, okay, right. But, yeah. But it, it does... I agree. It seems a little like, well, why didn't you make this guy a captain? <laughs> Yeah, I I just I don't even think of him as commander during the first three seasons. I think no. of him as captain. So I think that would be my change. Agreed. Thanks for that email, Colin. Good emails. Our next email is from. Oh my god, this is so long. <laughs> is this? This seems to be from David S., but not from David S. Because <laughs> it is entitled, Will the Real David S. Please Beam Up? Please Beam Up? Please Beam Up? Oh, it's because we didn't read his email last time, so... No, this is not David S. Yeah, but I think he... We can cut. I'll cut all this out. Uh, No, this is a different guy who's writing and pretending to be David S. It's not related to us not reading David S. Yeah, but I th- what I'm saying is I think he thought... We like he didn't send in an email and he did his own. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he contacted me to tell me that he was writing this like a couple days ago. He's like, I got permission from the real David S to do this. Okay. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, an urgent howdy there, Trek boys. I, I don't want to do the real voice because it's fake, David S. Yeah. Well, an urgent howdy there, Trek boys. <laughs> this is a holler for help. More important than this message includes two pieces of the most valuable information. But first, I suppose I should explain why it's so important. This, this is a great accent. You see, the <laughs> missus and I were hot off the wedding of Bolana and that fellow who looks like a hotshot cadet I knew back in San Francisco... But the missus assures me they are two completely different pilots who got in trouble for piloting errors that got their fellows killed. Could have fooled me. <laughs> Anywho, was a swell reception, though I could have done without that clarinet solo. Fuck the clarinet, I'll say it. The next day I questioned if someone spiked the synth hall with the real McCoy, because the dang halls wouldn't stand still. Them were more wavy than a funhouse mirror in an earthquake. <laughs> I shimmied my way to the bridge to see what was wrong, and everyone there got long faces because they're melting. <laughs> Which reminds me of why this email is so urgent. <laughs> okay, okay. But first, I suppose I should explain just what the heck is going on. There was this Y-class planet with mood ring memory foam goo. <laughs> Oh, I get this. I, I get it. Then. I get it. 
There is this Y-class planet with mood ring memory foam goo that some time ago Voyager let copycat the entire crew. <laughs> and apparently the whole dang ship. All gooplicates. Gooplicates. That's right. Just like that Paris fella, what isn't that cadet I knew, I am not who I thought. I'm not the real David S. Damn. Just th- thought I were David ever since I came into contact with him, and that to- and he totally gave me permission to be him. <laughs> We've been flying around and doing Starfleet shenanigans for who knows how long now, but now our souped-up hot rod of a warp is shaking all our bolts loose, and we're melting apart. <laughs> I said to the captain, if the warp music is harsh in your jello, turn that racket down. Turn off that dang core. <laughs> But old Kate Jane My Way or the Highway ordered us turn round and make for that Y-class planet faster than a Jim Hadar to his catcher cell white. So much for getting to Earth. Bye, Earth. I hope the real David S. hears this and knows how swell it was to be him. You know, you could tell him yourself if you joined the M-class Patreon. <laughs> Gaining your access to the M-class Discord server. There, you can hang out and chat with all your favorite emailers, participate in all sorts of socializing, <laughs> like streamed video games and book clubs. You and read watch the shit out of that. You read the shit out of that word. <laughs> a nice place with some swell folks. Join the Discord now by supporting at www.patreon.com/slash/mclasspodcast for as little as a dollar. Now back to our regularly scheduled meta email. <laughs> This is so long. It really is. I needed a strong <laughs> cup of that slop Neelix calls better than coffee. So I tried to make my way down to the mess hall, but the corridors and Jeffy tubes done turned into a game of shoots and ladders. Did we call them that too? We call them Jeff tubes. We call them Jeff tubes. I hope, hope nobody defiles my poor virgin Jeff tube. Oh no, don't crawl through my <laughs> Jeff tube. When I finally got there, I had to wade through the jello that used to be the door. That got me thinking. If my drink and food is made of goo, and the ship is made of goo, then all the dang computers in the ship are made of goo, too. So how does the force field Thank work? Thank you. Is the field made of goo and just projected? Thank you. How's it flex tape the wavy walls from leaking out into the carpet if it's also part of the taffy? Damn. Thank you. Similarly, is the dock just regular fake-like, or is he made of goo? And just how do the engines and fuel work? This stuff can put on DNA and memories like a costume and it can look like a material, but can it make itself more volatile like fuel? <laughs> this is turning my brain to goo. <laughs> the little gal Naomi Wildman saw me consternating and passed me a floppy spoon and said, Remember, it's all goop. There is no spoon. <laughs> the wisdom of kids. <laughs> Naomi Wildman. Anywho, before I run out of valuable essential time and melt away, here's what you need to know. Ensign Clarinet tried to launch a message in a bottle containing all the crew's diaries and mission logs and the entire recorded history of everything we ever done since. Well, existing is not primordial soup, I guess. <laughs> but he dragged his ass more in a pooch with a rash. That probe got jammed. <laughs> I mean, literally, it turned to jam. <laughs> Well, more like gray V. Wow. Get it? (laughs) 
It's all gravy, though, because I accidentally backed all that info up while trying to rip my music off my isolinear chip collection. It just sounds better off old chips, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. But not when your chips are melting. I attached all the data and the music to this here email. Gee, I hope I get it sent off in time. Oh, my God. But quick question first, Trek boys. If your entire race were keeling over and you wanted the next interlopers who came along to have some sort of recollection of what Earth culture was like, what knowledge would you send off in a message in a bottle? And what pieces of music would you preserve on your inner light mixtape? Holy fuck, that's too big of a question. The Messy Misses and I, signing off from the USS part of the crew, part of the I like the attachments that he's... <laughs> there are two attachments, entirehistory.png uh-huh. and sweetmixtape.png, both uh-huh. of which are completely blank black photos. They're the goo. They're the goop at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> they the, are, actually. The I just zoomed picture. in. They're the same picture. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Oh, man. Oh, but man. The whole... Humanity is ending. Ugh. Fuck. Uh, what what knowledge do you send off? The Humpty Dance. The Humpty course. Dance is on there for it's sure. It's got to be on there. Uh, fucking uh, forgot about Dre. It's on the mixtape. Forgot tape. about Dre, of course. Uh, the music video to the Humpty Dance. Yes. On the message in the bottle. Yes. Uh, Demolition Man. <laughs> all all the non racist Bugs Bunny cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, the Humpty Dance. <laughs> Just another version of the Humpty Dance. Let me clear my throat. Mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion for the GameCube. Oh, good one. <laughs> um. Oh man. <laughs> my save file from Pokemon Blue. My busted ass old computer. Maybe they can fix it. Hey, <laughs> shout out to that piece of crap. Oh, man. A lightsaber that just, it's just one of my lightsabers, and they're like, what is this? They'll be puzzling over it. <laughs> the Secret, the book. Oh, so the they secret. learn how to manifest their dreams. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> uh, cookies. Pornography. Oh, porn. This is how we did it. It's in like the nastiest shit. This is how we did it. This is how we procreated. You think? You think what? Like what? <laughs> Like, what kind of, like, what? It's in, like, the nastiest shit, though. So they're like, I don't know how they're procreating with this tree limb, but somehow. <laughs> Lemon-stealing whores, is that what you sent them? Jesus Christ. Remember that one? Remember that old deep I, cut? I try not to. <laughs> uh, Me? Oh, yes. I want to be saved. Send yes. me. We, like, kal ourselves in this rocket. Yeah. We go, like, Scotty. We, like, beam ourselves into the transporter sure save save state <laughs> cool sword oh fuck yeah lightsaber uh what else is human culture made that was good that's about it i think that's probably it i think that's everything <laughs> plock for the super nintendo <laughs> that game sucks <laughs> <laughs> that game is so bad rocky rodent for the super <laughs> nintendo um uh, uh, Rocket Knight Adventures is a pretty good game. That's actually a good game. It's like you're Boba good. Fett, but you're like a like a raccoon or something. Some sort of marsupial. Yeah, what are you? You're like a like Wallaby. a possum. You're a possum. You're a possum. Because you can hang on stuff. 
Yeah. I'm just looking around my room at shit. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the signed picture of Brack and Zorak I have. Oh, that's a good it's, one. Send that C. Martin Croker signed it. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> it, though, I think. That's a good time capsule. I think we did it. I think we accomplished everything humanity has achieved. What's on the Inner Light mixtape besides Forgot About Dre and the Humpty Dance? Just the, oh, uh, let me clear my throat, obviously. Let me clear my throat, of course. Um... um uh, I got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. Amish paradise. Amish paradise. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, Green Day's Nimrod. <laughs> of course. The worst Green Day album. It's not a good one. No, it's not. Um, shit. Uh, all of Earth, Wind, and Fire's discography <laughs> is on there. Uh, Earth was a fucking party and they gotta know it. <laughs> Uh, sorry for party rocking by LMFAO. Of course, Earth was all party all the time. Yeah, it was. Sure was. Put one sad song on there. Oh, one, one sad song. Um, your one sad song. Uh, TLC of an angel. TLC the waterfalls. Oh, waterfalls would be great. They'd be like, man, this planet was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or Bone Thugs. See you at the crossroads. All right, I'm gonna have to pick that one. Yeah, it's gotta be see you at the crossroads. See you at the crossroads. <laughs> what a great. That's a great question. That is a great question. I wish I would have known about it ahead of time, so I would I would be able to think about it more. Yes, I will edit it like we knew what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna edit. That. I am. I will. <laughs> Uh, what's that next email, John? Uh, our next email is from uh, Chase. And Chase uh, titled it, Jimmy Eat Jake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trek Boys, how's it going? Well, it's And then interrupt him while I tell him I'm pissed. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> okay. Long time, third time? I don't know, but I'm coming in hot this week. About some shit I heard you guys talk. Oh <laughs> Mainly Josh. Here we go. Here oh we no. go. Here we go. Mainly Josh. But I'll hit Jeff first because it's quick and easy. Quote, a lot of cartoons aren't going to be in Space Jam 2. Okay. Uh, it's, it's fine by me since I don't remember saying that. Or why I said it. Or the context for when I, I said it. I don't know it, why so. that's... what. What's the problem? That's f- true. There are a lot of cartoons in Space Jam 2. The Flintstones are in there. The Animaniacs. It's like uh, fucking Ready Player One of cartoons. Yeah, it's the Iron Giants in it. Yeah, so Iron yeah. Giants in it. Like, that's not... Like, that's not... I know Warner Brothers owns the Iron Giant, but like... Who cares? That's not a Looney Tune. He's not a Looney Tune. The uh, fucking Captain Caveman is front and center. Everybody Captain misses Caveman? Captain Caveman, right? That dude is a weird sex rapist. Whoa, I didn't know that. He hangs Captain out with Caveman? teenagers, man. That's true. He's a sex person. He's like, I like teenage girls. Like he's weird. Anyway. He's like a million years old, too, so it's even weirder. He's not like an Encino Man, when Encino Man was, like, frozen at 17. Yeah, he comes out looking all muscly and cool. Yeah, and he's hot, Brendan Fraser, and he's so hot. So, hot. so now, how's the rest of the email going? Now, Josh, I gotta correct you on less than Jake. 
I am trying to remember what I said about Less Than Jake. Mm, I don't remember that ever coming up. I saw them in 2018 by accident because I thought I was going to see Jimmy Eat World. Well, that's, a conf- that's easily confused. I was so excited to hear it They the both middle. have three words and a name and in them, the- I guess. Like- <laughs> Man, early 2000s was crazy. <laughs> the middle and let that... Wait, I thought I was going to hear the middle and to let that guy know that I was... List listening, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's the lyrics, okay. Oh, yeah. But when I ran into my high school science teacher, he informed me I was mistaken. This email simultaneously is shitting on me and making me feel like an old-ass piece of shit. It's true. Because your high school... 2018 high school, huh? Because your high school science teacher is my age. Yeah, I was very disappointed, but I stuck around through... So I stuck around through because pitchers were on sale for eight dollars and it was worthwhile. <laughs> oh, beer. Okay. Yeah. Not th- well. Baseball pitchers, maybe. I don't know. I it's thought maybe cheap. you were saying like pictures. Like they had pictures of pictures. Jimmy Eat World. Uh, I like, gotta get my pictures of less than Jake. Like less than Jake was weirdly selling pictures of Jimmy Eat World. Damn. Like they just embraced. 2018 it. Like, was wild. They were like, look, everyone thinks we're Jimmy Eat World. Let's just sell their shit. I want to write this person an email being like, how the fuck did you mix up Less Than Jake and Jimmy Eats World? I guess if you didn't live through, you had to be there, man. If you weren't there, you wouldn't know. (laughs) They barely touched the corny ska horns and just zipped and just ripped one two minute punk song after another for two hours. That's, That's Less Than Jake. Couldn't name one of them, but the energy ruled. Okay. Only joking around, of course, fellas. Love the show. Don't listen to what those bitter hearts are going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. This, yeah. All right. Uh, Sign Chase. USS Jeff, Jeff in you. Get my guy on Pretend Friends this season. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Um, I like there's that. A, there's a distinct possibility. I like that Chase was very confused. That's very funny to me. That is, I don't remember what we said about less than Jake. <laughs> I think I said that I, my ex-girlfriend's dad talked to the less than Jake guy on an airplane. Is that what I, because He, he that's fucking a, ripped ska horns the whole time? <laughs> no, like, my, like, he would fly, I guess, for his job, and he came home one weekend and was like, oh, I, uh, it wasn't less than Jake, though. I think we thought it was less than Jake, but it was Goldfinger, and we had to, like, decipher who the fuck he was talking Does about. Does anyone know who less than Jake is? <laughs> I don't even think Jake knows who less than Jake is. Jesus. Um... <laughs> I really don't remember what I said about less than Jake. Yeah, I don't remember what we said about less than Jake, either. I probably made uh, fun of him, but... Whatever. I like Skullhorns. Yeah, there's a there's a really cool um uh Real Big Fish and Zoloft the Rock and Roll Destroyer album and they play some pretty good ska. I've been listening to it. It's from like 2007. It's all right. I'm not super into ska, but it's all right. I like ska. You can't uh, hate I'm definitely ska. not I'm definitely not one of those people that's like ska still alive. It's never going to die. Fifth wave, baby. Ska's <laughs> done. Ska's over. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Don't listen to what those bitter hearts are going to say. That's I like great. that a lot. That's great. Uh, I like the addendum in the yeah. second email. Yeah, what's it say? I already closed it. <laughs> it says, I should have went with Joshy Eat Jeff. There you go. <laughs> I got what you were going for, though. 
I, re- I read this email, like, ahead of time the other day, and I was, like, like, I tweeted, I mentioned it in the last episode, like, my favorite part of people saying that they don't like something I said before is that I don't remember ever saying It's anything. the best part about podcasting. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, I mean, I don't, I don't remember my opinion on that. It's so great. Cool. It feels like the closest thing to not having an ego. It's amazing. It's true. Holy shit. Okay, this email isn't as long as I thought, but it's pretty long. Our it's another email, story. Our next email is entitled The Tale of the Memento Shopper by Metroid Mike. Does it go backwards? Memento? <laughs> like the movie Memento? Speaking of Metroid Mike, before we get into that email, did you guys know that we have a sponsor this month? I did. Our sponsor happens to be Balefire. Balefire! Balefire is an Oklahoma City-based chiptune heavy metal band with a sound best described as what you'd hear when you look at the cool vans with the dope wizards painted on Oh, I could totally hear the bong getting ripped. (laughs) (laughs) Soaring guitars like wizard lightning from atop their magical spires. Oh my god. Heavy riffs like the falling of barbarian axes. Epic Game Boy melodies and solos that are summoned from chaos demons themselves. Call me joshed off the white because I just cummed myself. And thundering (laughs) drums like an approaching orc horde. Jesus. Check out their newest hit, Two Mimics to Midnight. Oh, I hate a mimic. It's dropped on balefire.bandcamp.com, and you can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Summon Balefire, and their music is available on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere dope-ass fucking music is sold. Fuck yeah. Again, that's Balefire. Balefire! I'm totally gonna lose my voice! Yeah, it's gone after this one. Now, back to the regular old Metroid Mike email. Mm Mm-hmm. It's entitled, it begins, Hey Jeff, got that beard oiled? Make sure you do. Keeps the itch at bay. <laughs> I have a natural oily beard. I don't need to oil it. I use this stuff, uh, I forget what it's called, but it smells really good. It's I, do, I do have this like beard oil that I use when my beard gets a little unruly that smells like the woods. Oh yeah, I love that. It's so nice. It smells exactly like walking through the woods I wish, after it rains. I wish I was a little birdie in your beard. You could live there if you want. It's tweet, fine. tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> hey, Josh, seen any ghosts in your home lately? Just the ghosts of my past. Cool, me too. Well, now that the formalities are out of the way, I got a fun slash maybe upsetting one. Oh, good. It so that means me it is. a weird perspective on reality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the tale of the memento shopper. <laughs> and then you throw the dust on the fire, and it's whoosh, and then the le- the show title pops up. <laughs> so I was working at a comics and game store called Vintage Stock. I was getting the comics order filled out when a man approached the counter, saying he wanted to sell some DVDs. Oh no! He carried a uh, Metro bike. You got like sentence fragments out the ass. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Uh, <laughs> He carried a binder that had a lot of sticky notes sticking out of it and a lot of scribbles. The front of the book said in big text, Always read me first. Okay. I noticed he had a very intense scar on his bald head when he said to me, I'm I'm eating to sell these movies and get the Blu-ray version of eating? 
I'm, I'm wanting, probably. Yearning? <sighs> I'm, <laughs> I'm eating to sell these movies and get the Blu-ray version of them. I said, sure thing, sir. Let me get what we got. He cut me off and said, I don't mean to be rude, but I don't have a lot of time. I've had brain surgery and it's affected my memory. I'm going to forget why I'm here, so please write down what we're doing. Okay, this is Memento. He opened his binder and the page he turned to had a bunch of random things like getting groceries with the date and time next to it. Or mopping, also with the date and time. So I wrote down buying movies in that format. He had some fun movies like Ghostbusters and Dune, so I gave one of my clerks the list and they went to pull them. While waiting, I asked, may I ask about your surgery? He told me that he had a brain tumor removed, but it grew too fast and affected his memory. The surgeon removed it, but the memory loss stayed. I said, I take it you've said this a lot. He told me he assumes so, <laughs> since it's on the first page of his notebook. And right after that, he spaced out and looked around and said, what am I doing here? I told him and asked what movies I showed I told him and asked what movies I showed him his stock and what we wrote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He took a deep breath and said, okay. <laughs> we did this a couple of times. He'd be talking to me, and then he would stop mid-sentence, act confused, and ask where he was, what town, time of day, what have you. How did he get there? I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, eventually, we got to the movies. I hella discounted them because fuck making this dude pay full price for used DVDs. Fucking eat it, my old general manager, Rodney. Rodney, suck my dick. <laughs> Rodney, more like bitch name. Damn, fuck yeah, dude. I asked if he had a ride, and he said his son was somewhere here. I asked one of the clerks to go look, but no one was in the store. I turned around to help him, but he had already walked out and was gone. I got worried and walked outside and saw him walking down the sidewalk and called out to him. He began to run. What? All I could think was, shit. Eventually, a man ran down the way after him and walked him back to our store. He told me he was his son. Now, they looked a lot, exactly alike, so I believed him. <laughs> he asked if he uh, got what he needed with his movies, and I said yes, and he took out his notebook and crossed it out. They got in a van with a woman driving, and they left, and I never saw him again. Jesus. This is a sad email. I don't like that. Sun Tzu's Art of War, rule number 15. Let them know what's on the menu. You know it's meat. The meat is your fist. Tell them. Damn. Sun Tzu, you were so smart. Sun Tzu knew what was up. This email made me sad. I didn't like the part where he didn't tattoo them on his body. That wasn't as cool. That's in the movie. and I the, didn't like the part where there was there was no revenge either. Yeah, I didn't like the part where like I only saw that movie once and never watched it again because it's like really hard to watch it. Yeah, I, I also remember that part. I wonder... Wh- My like, favorite part of this email was when Metroid Mike uh, edited it next time he sends in an email. Please, <laughs> please, please, please. My favorite part, though, to make this uh, sad story a better story is that guy gets to go home and watch those movies, and he probably never saw them before. Oh, yeah, he gets to watch all those amazing movies. Like for the That's, like, the only silver lining and for it, this shit. I mean, he did know who his son was, though, so maybe, like, yeah. it's long-term. Also, Metroid Mike was a really dope, good dude and sold yeah. the DVDs for a much lower price. That was really dope. Or Blu-rays, I mean. Wait. That was really dope of him. Wait, where am I? <laughs> uh, we're doing M-Class. I sure hope I get some good deals on a Blu-rays. 
It's a stolen memory valor, I believe. <laughs> this email made me sad, but it was a good story. Thanks for sharing. He's got a lot of good stories. It's true. He it's it's something about where he lives, right? Yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I've never been there, but it somehow makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, our next email is from Jeff, spelled incorrectly. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it says, Hail, fellow Trexters. Hello. Hail and well met. So I was visiting my partner's family last week. We all vaccinated in this house. Well, good for you. Yeah, it must be nice. What type of blood do you have? Give it to me. <laughs> is it positive? Because then I can have it. Her dad is a big Trek guy. In the past email, I mentioned him preferring Voyager to DS9, so take that as you will. Okay, so he's dumb. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Jeez. He's been on a kick recently. We're watching TOS. One night, we sat down and watched a couple episodes. Did you know there's a Halloween planet? I did know that. Yes, I did know that too. What the fuck? This was nutty. Yeah, dude. Uh, season 2, episode 2, Cat's Paw, has Kirk and crew going down to a Dracula cat, yep, and fighting with magicians and a Macbeth witches. Okay? This whole episode is crazy, and I'd love to hear an episode from you guys about it. Maybe it'll be on the Satan's episode. <laughs> We d- we definitely didn't do that. No, I was like, didn't. wait, did we do that? I was going to look at the episode list on mclasspodcast.com where you could see every episode that we've, with links to the episodes that uh-huh. we've done for every series. Maybe another and Halloween collection, he says, which is a good idea. We really should do another Halloween collection. Yeah. We got that. I remember watching that one when I was like falling asleep one night and it, it popped up. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing in this castle? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a castle set from like a children's afternoon yeah. TV show. It would have been rad, though, if they did a TOS crossover with like the Adams family. <laughs> God, that would have been cool. That would have been oh, sweet. Oh, shit. That would have been sweet. Anyway, sitting and watching TOS got me thinking about Trek's legacy. As we know, TOS was canceled after three years. I wonder... I wonder if that is what made Trek so special in those early years. People were yearning for more Trek and started fan clubs, held conventions. As a result, popularity rose as fans kept the fire burning. Uh, tough to say we weren't alive then. I know we're old as shit. Yeah, we weren't any. We weren't going to be alive for another twenty some years. So. I think there is a confluence of events that occur. Right. Um, first, you have hit science fiction shows like Twilight Zone. Sure. Then you have Star Trek. And then Star Trek gets Star- canceled because the world is on fire. Yeah, Star Trek didn't do that well. No. Like, it did uh, okay, but, like, it, it wasn't until it hit syndication later that it got yeah. really popular. Syndication and, uh, like, Star Wars happen. So Star Wars happens... And Star Trek, Paramount says, well, like, people like Star Trek. Let's make a Star Trek movie. <laughs> right? Well, that's true. I think the syndication started before Star Wars. Yeah, I think that there's a couple but things But I think that's definitely, on. that's the reason why the motion picture happened, Yeah, that's, yeah. Because of Star Wars. I think the motion picture then revitalized the whole franchise. Oh, yeah. Definitely that's, two did, right? Yeah, the, like, second time's the charm when it comes to the movies. Yeah. 
One's but, not uh, bad. Like it's. it's I okay. like one a lot. Yeah. But I understand why people don't. One is well. one is more. Um, I, I say Star Wars, but also Spielberg plays a part of this. I think Close Encounters had a lot. Two two thousand one. Two thousand one. Like the biggest. Yeah. Thing because like there are so many like the whole plot line of uh, motion picture is like sort of the Star Trek take on two thousand one. Yeah. 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 I think that there's that this was just like a really good time for like the birth of of like good science fiction right like i don't know i feel like it just because the show got canceled has really little to do with well he brings up a good point yeah the next part here my thought was what if tos ran for five to eight years would it have fizzled out and would trek have ended there as as some hokey 60s show and nothing else does the fanaticism come from its short-lived run on TV, or did we get more Trek because the diehard fan base wanted more Star Trek stories? Ah, uh, I don't. I think if it were to ran, it would have been be- good, and I think it would have been viewed as more of like a Twilight Zone. Season three is rough. Season three man. is bad. Yeah. Season like there's a reason it got canceled. It wasn't very good anymore. Yeah. And I'm I'm always thinking about like the other science fiction shows that happened at the same time that really like flunked. Yeah, that they have their fan base, but it got nowhere near as big as TOS, like um, Space 1999. Yeah, and shows like that. Uh, I'm not trying to be a Trek bigot and say anything bad about Space 1999. Don't worry. Don't be a Trek bigot. You'll get in a magazine. Um, but <laughs> I I think. If it would, I don't, I don't foresee a timeline where Star Trek stayed on for more than three years because it was bad at the end. Like the last, yeah. the last four or five episodes of season three are like unwatchable. They're so bad. You'd have like, to assume that season three wasn't terrible, and if season three isn't terrible, then there's more seasons. Oh yeah, I, it, that's not really fair to say though either because like it, it got canceled for lots of reasons, like. It was, ex- it was like a budget. Yeah, it was expensive mostly. to make. It was hard to make, right? Like, I don't know. There's, it's it's tough to think about it as as well because like we don't know whether if it would have stayed on for like five day years or whatever that it would have fizzled out. It may have just like because uh, there's there's an argument to be made that like every other Star Trek series does fizzle out. Like yeah. TNG kind of fizzles out. The end of Deep Space Nine is kind of weird and rushed. Yeah, the last episode is. The uh, Voyager just sort of ends at a certain point. They're just like, all right, we got to end the show. Yeah. And all those shows are still beloved for what they are, but like, I think Josh is right that it's a weird sort of mixture of things that happened in a row to ensure that Star Trek got a continuation. Yeah. So if it wasn't for being canceled after three years, I don't think Star Trek would still be around. Yeah, I I agree. I I, I also think that we're we're thinking about this not in terms of the time period. Like like you're right. Like um, Jeff, other Jeff is right in that. Like people having conventions. Like think about that happening pre-internet. Like. There were people who were interested in making money at Paramount who were like, these people still like this shit, right? They're going this far yeah. out of their way. Yeah. Like, we can sell them whatever, and thus they did. It's not like now when, like, your friend's sister dresses up like 
Yu-Gi-Oh Naruto from whatever, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, like some fucking character. It was an incredibly grandpa thing to say, but okay. <laughs> I was, that's what I was going for. Uh, yeah, it's like it's not like you know, like like someone's dressed up in a convention like some random anime character, and it's like, yeah, okay, sure, right. This is back when, like, yeah, it's like the internet yeah. has is like given free access to yeah. this, like. If you went to a Star Trek convention, like mo- the from what I read anyway, a lot of the biggest draws of going to a Star Trek convention in like the late 60s and 70s was that you got to watch Star Trek there. Right. Cuz there there was no other way to watch. You it. couldn't like, watch it. Like we're so spoiled. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm we're, fully spoiled, content spoiled. Dude, it's ridiculous how spoiled we are, right? Like now I'm going to sound like a real grandpa, but it's like back in the day what how how would you even you, you couldn't even tape shit there was no vcrs right no the, like you would go to these conventions and people would have like purchased the real the real yeah to be able to play this at like a convention center yeah and you get to see the show you loved once or twice a year at conventions and that's it yeah it's uh it's really cool like what a what a cool thing to go see i would love to go back in time and do some mundane ass shit like go to a like the second star trek convention ever right like and that would be really cool it'd be really funny <laughs> we'd be like watch out for a podcast in 2017 or whatever they're gonna be like what the fuck are these nerds talking about <laughs> a, what is a podcast also 2017 don't you know the future is the year 2000 <laughs> Uh, TLDR, would Modern Trek be different today than... Uh, we already answered that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Trekfully mm-hmm, yours, mm-hmm. Jeff Hehim, executive taste tester for food dereplication aboard the USS. Finally, some good fucking food. <laughs> dereplication? That's how you eat. You shoot it with a gun? You, you <laughs> that's right. That's the only dereplicator yeah. I understand. Dereplicate me. Shoot me. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of good-ass emails. That was good. Uh, this is going to be a good-ass episode, I think, when it finally comes out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in, but I think a, a big special thank you goes out to Balefire! Balefire! Check out balefire.bandcamp.com. The dopest tunes this side of a wizard van. Your mama's going to get pregnant in that van. With you. It's a time paradox. Oh my god. Oh my god. But seriously, check them out yeah, for sure. Great. Uh we I love uh I love the new fucking song. It's so dope. It rules. Uh it's called Two Mimics to Midnight. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and uh Balefire.bandcamp.com. Check them out. Do it. Uh, thank you to everybody who wrote in. We appreciate and love each and every one of you, regardless of things we may have said during your emails. <laughs> Don't pay any attention to that. And uh, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast, where for as little as a dollar you can support our show and keep us on the air. Without you guys, there's no show. We'll die, and then we'll be skeletons doing a podcast, which sounds cool, but it won't be. You can only get it if you're also dead. Yeah. So you'd miss out for sure. Yeah, and then you'd have to give us ghost money, and the exchange rate's fucking crazy. It's incredibly nuts. Ghost money is wild. Ghost money is like Bitcoin. It's crazy. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, 
yeah, thanks everybody who wrote in. Head over to Patreon.com, follow us on Twitter at MClassPodcast, and if you want to be a part of this show, shoot us an email anytime, Woo. any day of the week. We record this podcast on the day that MClass email goes out to non-patrons. Mm-hmm. So uh, figure that shit out. It's basic math. It's always a um, Wednesday. It's always a Wednesday. So just send it whenever. Any Don't Wednesday wait. or any day before Wednesday or any day after Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, you look at that calendar. It's all over. All those any days. Any day. All the days. No, but thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll be back with more M-Class goodness in a one week's time. Bye, b Bye. It's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time since that last rich master's tale. Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John. I need to catch my fix of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice. And Josh talking about dicks on M class email. I swear there's never an in M class email. It's always been singular that's M class email. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back. Without fail, it's empress. It's empress. Empress email.